good evening. Welcome to Thomas and Estado's Spa. Are you ready for your waxing? Because we're back, no one's had the sack, and we're definitely on crack. Welcome to the season premiere of the Log Logs Points of View with Tom and Stu. I'm Tom, he's Stu. Say hello, Stu. Hello, Tom. How's it going? It's going fantastic, my man. Uh, guys, we're finally here again. We're kicking off season two tonight. We're raring to go. Uh, we both know what happened last time we drank Guinness, so it should be an interesting one this evening. Um, before we kind of dive into things, we just want to say thanks to everyone for keeping the show alive during the break. Our following on social media has been growing stronger and stronger, and we really appreciate the love and support from the Brewski community over there, no matter how hard we attempt to self-sabotage ourselves and our Instagram has really become, I would say, the home or at least the hub of all the behind-the-scenes fun and games. Would you agree, Stu? Definitely, Tom. Uh, Twitter is definitely... <laughs> I like Twitter. It's fun Sometimes to scroll through. But it's, it's definitely an afterthought when it comes to our social media platform. It really is all about the Instagram. Uh, obviously, if anyone did want to look at the Lager Logs, is our username... And between episodes, we're always throwing up pictures of beer, what we're having for the week, what we're sort of teasing for the weekend, and obviously promoting the show, promoting what daft merch we come up with. There's a lot of that. And yeah, beer stuff. There is a little bit of beer right. stuff on there, it's, yeah. It's so something check. for the eyes. Something for the eyes, not so much for the ears, but that's how we've always worked. Uh... And that's where this part comes into play. <laughs> well, just to... Uh, well, how are you, by the way, anyway, Stu, in general? Let me know, let the listeners know. I'm, I'm doing all right. How do you feel back in the hot seat tonight for some burning questions from our listeners? Right, I'm going to have to have a drink before I answer any of them. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Don't worry, my man. It's all coming up. Uh, yeah, we're back to normal kind of lineup tonight, listeners. Two beer reviews, an interesting hand-picked topic, as I said, from all our fan contributions. Uh, and a nice catch-up on what we've been drinking over the past week. We thought the previous four months' intake may be a, maybe a tad too much to catch up on right now. Uh, and it's your own fault if you don't know what we've been up to the previous third of a year. You should have come and visited us in prison like everybody else. I'm so glad we got out, dude. The food and the bum sex wasn't too bad. It was just the constant smoking for me that ruined the whole experience a little bit. Uh, less about that for now. Stu, are you familiar with the beers tonight? Only through this podcast, in a sense. Ah, like okay. Our uh, Hop House Lager. Is one that, yeah, we've been trying to get to for quite a bit now. I think we yeah. were talking about that all the way back in our episode seven. Uh mm -hmm. Well, our special, our kind of Guinness special uh, mm -hmm. on episode seven. So I'm glad we're finally getting to it tonight. What about the uh, foreign extra stout? No, I'm not really familiar with that one at all, other than just seeing it, uh, like, sorry, in Asda's. Yeah. I've never really seen it anywhere else, but I've always noticed that distinct yellow label. Yeah, it's, it's one that one that sticks out. It's, it's normally kind of a, uh, or it's been more of a kind of off-license, smaller shop kind of beer. Uh, mm. I've always thought, like, the past few years, but I think recently it's getting a bit more popular and you see the multi-packs in supermarkets mm. and stuff now, which is awesome to see because it's uh, it's one of my favourites. Um, 
Are you thirsty, Stu? You want to have a drink with me, with your old pals? Awesome, dude. Uh, I thought we could start with the Hop House 13 Irish Lager, seeing as you're gasping to get to it. I've had this on draft quite a few times and thought it was always a nice, solid lager. Uh, Not for quite a bit, though, so looking forward to jumping in. Mm -hmm. So, buddy, let's do it. First beer of the season. Did you manage to find a decent-sized bottle, or did you have to get another fucking big boy? I got the fucking the six fifty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad you did as well. Awesome. Oh, it smells beautiful. It is. It's definitely fragrant. Smell the kind of Christmas of it. Christmas. You, you <laughs> not quite you get, Christmas. Get, get festive vibes. More Easter, definitely. Uh, no, more of a crispness uh, on the nose. Smells really nice. Can't wait to uh, to tuck in. I'm just drinking like a caveman again tonight. While you yeah. pour, I'll just sing a little ditty for the listeners. Oh, he's already he's already poured it out. He's a professional. This man. No need for me to. Uh, Not really. To Look vamp. at the head on it. <laughs> he's a bit rusty for like three oh, minutes. Come on, guys! It's the first episode of the season. Give us a break. All right. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Mm. I'm liking it. You look confused. That's, that's <laughs> quite tasty. I did have like a gulp. Like I've actually just consumed a quarter of that pint. I was like, <laughs> I was maybe I, I maybe should slow down. I'll have a little <laughs> taste for the bottle to try and get my taste buds going. It was taking taking a while. It's got like a, a lot of uh, or a lot more of a craft beer kind of taste to it rather than you would kind of uh, expect from a uh, a log from quite such a kind of uh, a big label, such as Guinness. Mm. I feel like it, it tastes a bit more like a brew dog beer or, or something from kind of a more crafty type of place. Possibly. I, I don't get that, but I, I tend to kind of go on the, the more crafty side of like brew dog when it is like the the IPAs or I've I don't think well I've seen it I've just had a whole bunch of their like lost lager yeah so god let me try and think back to that it was quite a few beers ago mm. so you sit there and think about that my man um while I fill in the listeners with a little uh back history seeing as we covered an awful lot of uh the Guinness history on our previous double header mm-hmm. Uh, way back in episode seven, as I mentioned, check that out for a little more of the origin story. I thought we'd stick to the individual background of each beer tonight. So we have on our hands Hop House 13 Irish Lager, whizzing in at a solid 4.6%, which is down a little bit from when <laughs> it was initially launched. I think it was five when it first came out. Um, Hop House 13 is a double hopped international pale lager. And I don't know whether that means the hopping process was done twice or it's been hopped with double the hops, but what gives it its unique flavor and lack of bitterness is the double hops. Mm. Yes, the Easter Bunny does have me a gunpoint. Um, it was launched in 2015. Uh, it was named after a hop store building at Guinness HQ St. James's Gate and was pretty much trying to cash in on that wave of interest in craft beer in the UK at the time. Right. Uh, 
interestingly, it was recently launched in South Korea. So hopefully now people can talk about it a bit more over the phone because I keep hearing how popular BTS is over there. Moving on. Move quickly. Next paragraph. Right. (laughs) (laughs) This is all straight off the top of the dome, Stu. I don't know what you're talking about. This is information I retain in my head at all times. Close that tab and open a new one, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Going incognito for this next one. Uh, So our first topic of the night, Stu, here we go. Back by popular demand. Mm -hmm. Fan favorite segment of the show. Last beers watched? Oh, Stu, buddy. Since our Mm -hmm. lovely evening in together last week, what have you been drinking, my friend? I've, I've... Played it, I was going to say, I've played it safe this week, but I've only had two. Ever. I feel that's the, the nice level of, do you drink too much for the week? But I've uh, been working on the, the box of beer I bought from uh, Stuart Bruin. Ah, yes. So, uh, I have been trying their Belgian IPA titled First World Problems. Mmm. And that... that Quite a bitter IPA clocking in at like 6.2 in volume. Ooh, okay. A bit of a strong one. Yeah, definitely. And it's strange. I feel they must have changed changed the formula, the concoction of how they've done this drink. Because I could have swore I had this beer years ago when I was Mm. um, at the the Edinburgh uh, Fringe, the comedy festival that would happen during the summer. And I went to like a late night comedy show in the basement of a pub cried, I think, the Monkey Barrel. And okay, literally, was it right? Let's get a couple of drinks before the show. And I get there, and oh, yeah, bugger, everything, some fancy craft beers that I've never ever heard of. And there's me, like, just this little beer virgin who <laughs> could only rattle off the name of his uh, favorite uh, lager, like. Budweiser or Coors Light, then looking at a list of weird and wonderful fucking porters and IPAs and all that stuff, and I'm like, I don't get what any of that means. And then I seen one on the list that said Stuart's first world problems. I was like, I'll get that one. It's got my name on it. <laughs> and Good <call>. <laughs> to be honest, it was it it had all that real uh, fruity taste it mm. where like you could definitely maybe get like a grapefruit or an apricot mixed in with like the the better pale lager taste mm. and i always kind of remember that and then when it came to buying it and obviously first of all problem so i grabbed two tins and when seeing it it was like a belgian ipa and all those fruity tones are now gone so mm, to changed it a little bit. Yeah, it's quite unique Belgian IPA. I would, mm. uh, I would think, very kind of specific. So I wonder yeah. kind of what that has um, flavor wise. It's different to other what, IPAs. Right, what I felt in comparison, it just kind of a more bold, better taste. Mm, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, so it's kind of it's less less bit. stronger, or that it's just the recipe that's changed. Because would you say that I've yeah, got a it's... beer that I drank this week was the same. Same kind of situation. One that I've drank right. in the past that I liked, and it's changed it up a little bit. I don't know whether I like it as much. Aye. Well, so in this case, I feel like they've, they've taken away from the flavour and kind of added on to the bitterness, hmm. uh, which it just depends on how people like their beer. But 
I, I don't remember it being classed as like a Belgian IPA before. Interesting. The the second beer was uh, another IPA from Stuart's called Session IPA, uh, which was like a mosaic uh, citra hopped ah, yeah. IPA, yeah. a lot lighter, down at a 3.7% volume. And obviously, I, I just assume you're... Sorry, set uh, session citrus IPAs all kind of be in the same shade as you know, like Brew Dogs, uh, Clockwork Tangerine, or yeah. I think Four Pours had something similar, but they always just class it as like a session IPA. Yeah, and so it's always ones that's kind of got the more orangey citrus vibes to it. And I feel this one, the, the Stuart's one's probably the weakest, mm, bit more drinkable. Yes, I. But, well, but I, I suppose what I mean is a bit more drinkable in bigger quantities. Exactly. We're being like 3.5%. You could definitely have a few more of those than in comparison to like first world problems. Bit but, heavier. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't really kind of hit you either with like that intense uh, sort of citrus fragrance taste that, mm. that's missing from it as well. Bit I feel more like. I can always, I always think they always have the strong, nice sort of orange citrus taste. But when you come to drinking it, it's always just a slight aftertaste. But the only people that have really nailed it consistently, I think, is Brew Dogs, like Clockwork Tangerine. Mm. But it's maybe just because I haven't tried enough. There is more time to uh, drink as much beer as possible. Stu, we've got at least another half a season in us, I feel, before we just give up on this one, definitely. So <laughs> that's at least, you know, 10 beers, dude. So don't stress. Uh, plenty more to come. Watch your space, <laughs> uh, listeners. I've mostly been eating a lot of Caramac and drinking a lot of vino this week, but uh, a few beers have crept in, thankfully. Um, I'm certain we've spoke about both these beers off air, but not on the show. Uh, the first one is uh, McEwen's Champion. Oh, still my favourite Scotch ale. The Insomniacs go-to brewski. Uh, <laughs> a cheeky seven point three percent. So oh, I... only a couple are advised, unless you want to be declaring your undying love to an inanimate object at some point in the evening. Um, massive multi syrupy hit and a lovely warmth on the back end. Always a a go-to for me. Hmm. Um, and the second one, the beer that I was uh, hinting at, changed a little bit uh, mm-hmm. for me, or changed the actual recipe, and it, I'd like it a, a little bit less. Um, I had to go on my favourite Brewdog beverage. Right. As you know, not a huge fan of this stuff, but they got a couple of uh, big hitters, and I was disappointed to discover that Hazy Jane is down from seven point two percent to a five now. Uh, right. The original is apparently still available as OG Hazy, which definitely sounds like a geriatric pimp's name to me. But yeah, the more commonly available version is quite a bit weaker now. Um, mm. I still like it. I dig its subtle fruit flavor, its yeah. crispness. I think it falls into the New England style IPA category, which ah, I know yeah, you've been digging a lot on yeah. recently. Not my normal go-to, but a nice refreshing brew for a, for a warmer day. I think uh, we've had a bit more sun um, over here now, so I think it's nice to kind of... Uh, well, I, I turn to the more kind of lagery kind of IPA 
kind of uh, area in terms of beer when it gets a bit hotter. It's it's nice kind of on a <laughs> uh, on a hot day to crack one of those open. Uh, yeah. That was about it for me, man. Uh, I think we both had pretty pretty light weeks. Yeah. Um, I suppose we both got a lot of work done. That's, a, that's <laughs> exactly one good thing to take from it. Definitely, I completed that jigsaw puzzle, which was nice. Yeah, I'm waiting for a new one to come through the post. <laughs> and one of these things, like, why, why the fuck did you buy that? And then he's like, I'll, I'll cancel that tomorrow. That will never arrive. And then I get notification that a one thousand piece Michelangelo painting jigsaw's been dispatched. <laughs> So, guys, we're living life in the fast lane. Okay, try to keep up with us. <laughs> Hello. You're going to wait. How are you doing, bud? Good to see you. What are you reading? Uh, he's just Nick the iPad. <laughs> oh, Camera. Okay. We don't have children that read in this house. <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you? Jeez. That'll be the door shut. Oh, wow. Someone's mad at you. <laughs> right, how are you getting on with the brewski then, bud? It's a lot of brewski to demolish. It I'm, is a lot. I've just, just started to realise. I have emptied the bottle, but Legend. I'm just working my way through the, the pint glass. Mm. But if you want to switch over to the next beer, I'm fine to do that. Yeah, we can always... Uh... We can always double deuce, no worries. I don't know whether you're going to want to double deuce with this one, <laughs> but uh, hopefully so. Next up, I think, uh, is my favourite of the Guinness range. I'm certain it was called Nigerian Foreign Extra Stout at one point, but hmm. trying to find any proof of that is like trying to find Hulk Hogan listed on the WWE website. Uh, <laughs> we have Guinness Foreign Extra Stout. We're going to crack open, and we're doing a first on the lager log, so we're going to attempt to drink them both at the same time, because we're madmen. Hey, it's Friday night, eh? Hey? Who cares? You going for the poor big guy, or are you going... Yeah. Okay. You're See mixing it. it. He's creating like... a cocktail, uh, listeners. It's like I'm just <laughs> pouring coffee. It's just pure Marmite, dude. Yeah, it's... It, um, that's a nice chocolate syrup. Nice head on that dude. It's a fucking three quarters of the glass. <laughs> <laughs> there was one time I had to help out at like a wee uh, charity concert thing, and I was oh, helping yeah. pour in pints, and every one of them was like three quarters foam, and just these. <laughs> the look of these old cunts, these old washed-up rockers. You were alive, paid, <laughs> paid over the price for, like, fucking tenants, and then I've just oh. poured it terribly into a little plastic cup. I could only shrug. <laughs> Value for money when uh, Stu's at the bar. Uh, <laughs> you ready to uh, have a sip, buddy? Yeah. Let's do it, man. Uh... Cheers, man. I, I hope you like this one. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got a I've got a bad feeling. <laughs> oh, beautiful! Oh, it's got a bold flavour to it, hasn't it? 
Yeah, dude. Yeah. What do you reckon? It's not bad. There's a definitely kind of got that sense of sweetness. Mm. There's there's something like some sweet bit. tones in there, but that kind of syrupy, mm-hmm. like treacly kind of flavour on the on the back end. Oh, I'm glad you like it, man. I was yeah. I was a bit I was a bit worried <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, I did have a stout last month. Yeah, um, but oh, can you tell you the name of it? It was the was it a double stout, dude? I'm not too sure. There was the one where it's sort of like it's like a the 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 can design is like a a stag or like a deer's head with antlers. Oh, that's awesome. I can't remember off the top of my head, but yeah, now I remember but... you talking about it though god it was all <clears throat> if, if listeners are curious they'll have to check myself. out the instagram at the lager logs exactly it's just because these middle-aged men can't remember themselves oh. <laughs> <laughs> but... it's not even like any kind of plug it's just we can't remember anything <laughs> please check it out for further information it has our emergency contact so we could find our way home <laughs> <laughs> got our medical tags on it. But I'm allergic yeah. to penicillin, remember. Um right. <laughs> that tin, it did have some, it was like salted caramel, chocolate, milk oh, stouts. I was like, Christ, it just sounds like you're drinking sweets. Oh, but when you cool. it pours out, it was maybe far more uh, bubblier than mm, this. That's right. So I'm not sure if it was sort of like a like a one of the weaker or lighter stouts. Because this one definitely resembles more of a syrup that you can't yeah. see the bubbles. Yeah, it's it's got such a nice uh, roasted kind of flavour to it. Um, I think Guinness has in general, but this has got a bit more of a kind of a roasted flavour to it. And it's just got this really warmth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this kind of warmth on on the back end, which I, which I really really dig. Um, this was first brewed in eighteen oh one. It's a seven point five percent extra stout, and it gets its unique taste, much like traditional IPAs do, from it being originally very heavily hopped and given a higher alcohol content, so it would withstand long journeys during its export to Asia, Africa, and the Caribbean. Ah, I would have um, just thought, oh fuck, we've burnt it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you always burn your Horlicks, yeah. <laughs> in the 1960s, it was marketed in Nigeria as gives you power, and its consumption was linked with an increase in sexual potency. But uh, speak well, from experience, I can say the complete opposite is true, and a night on the foreign always ends in brown sheets and profuse apologies. Oh, uh, fucking <laughs> flashback to train spotting. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit like that, yeah. Uh, huge in the international market, particularly, particularly, what? Particularly in Africa, with Nigeria being the largest market for Guinness in terms of sales. It was uh-huh. relaunched in the UK in 1994 after being withdrawn in 1976, and is still the strongest version of Guinness, most commonly available. Only the quite rare special export version beating it out at a cheeky eight uh, percent. Aye. So that's the uh, yeah, that's the kind of backstory mm. of this one, uh, right? So while we uh, enjoy our brewskis, we've got a new segment of the show. We are launching tonight. Listeners' questions. Wah, wah, wah. 
I like that. You're practicing that. Yes, you beautiful people out there hooked us up with a few head scratches, uh, and we're going to do our absolute worst at answering some of your burning inquiries. Uh, are you ready, Stu? Are you ready for this? Yes. Right. Uh, first up, we have Angela underscore Jack 75, who asks, which member of your staff doesn't like beer or is the biggest lightweight and who drinks the most beer? I'm going to let Stu take this one as to not incriminate myself. <laughs> That's like a three-parter. I mean, which member of our staff? I mean, <laughs> I, I only get on with, like, with some have. of the people. There's like one person I could stand that in our staff. The rest of them I could fucking do without. So I don't <laughs> care what they drink. Fuck them. Name, lightweight. No name. Nope. I mean, uh, the, the biggest lightweight addict can. Uh, is there a mirror for me to look into? I'm sure we've got one of those in here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the third part to that question? Third part was who drinks the most beer? Oh, it's clearly this kind of I'm talking to on Skype right now. Then <laughs> he's speaking to somebody else while you're on the, <laughs> the call to me podcasting. It's ridiculous, Joe. This is our staff meeting. <laughs> You've chewed into our AGM. <laughs> well, like an intervention. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um... <laughs> these uh, thank you for that, Stu. These these next two questions <laughs> I've grouped together as they're quite similar. First one comes from Katie Cuddles ninety two, and that is what is the best food to have with a beer. And the second one comes from Magic Lay. I think it's Lee. Lee. <laughs> Got something else on my mind. Can you pick a flavor of crisps to go with beer? What do you reckon, Bud? Hmm. You, you answer this one. You answer mm. one of them. Oh, I have to answer a question, too. Yeah. Pizza is like the standard answer. I think pizza always goes down extremely well with a few lagers. Okay. Uh, and after 18 lagers, you've got to go kebab. As much I... as I love kebabs, the only way I'm agreeing to actually eat on a meat willingly is after a skinful. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no way. I... <laughs> Stone cold sober, there's, there's, there's no way. So that's my kind of two that I think go really well. Uh, with brewskis more specifically on the crisp side shout out to and we're not sponsored by these guys but i love them the walkers max strong crisps that was my answer as well the jalapeno and cheese exceptional combination yeah they're amazing like i think uh the other ones is it is it chicken so they're probably oh, chicken. Like hot wings hot wings yeah and then the uh is it like Chili and lime, mm-hmm. amazing. But yeah, the jalapeno cheese ones just but, something else. Ah, it's like those crisps were built to kind of go with beer. Yeah, they're the like, specific. I mean, I remember Max back in the day. They were the the crinkle cut ones. Yeah, and they've obviously launched them. Common when they came out, but I, I I definitely think it's kind of a quite recent thing. With the strong version that were actually made to go with go with beer, and they just Aye. go perfectly. Yeah, so I do love um, combining those uh, with a few beers. If I had to pick a crisp, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, unless you had something. Yeah, I've not I've not actually sampled the, the the Max Strong crisps. I just know that they are paired with beer because 
many moons ago, I did get one of those Beer 52 subscription boxes. Oh, have you not tried with... them yet, dude? No, because oh, I just... Man. Wait, that's culturally insensitive. Uh, I'm a wee wimp when it comes to... <laughs> You've just been cancelled. <laughs> oh, yeah, cancelled. Uh, oh, the magic of editing, eh? Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> You're talking about the magic dragon, right? <laughs> it's okay. So, th- the beer subscription box comes with a book and, like, a pub snack. And mm-hmm. when the box I got, it come with, like, the Max Strong crisps. Oh, awesome. And it was, like, the fucking three-alarm bell hot. And I was like, ugh. <laughs> Fuck, I'm not even really enjoying the beer, but oh, I reckon if I even could try these crisps, I'm always like, I'm trying to think crisps and beer, you'd really have to match it with something with a strong flavour. I think that's why the Mac strong itself. Yeah. But I don't know. Pringles and lager? If, if, it's, a, if it's a sour cream and onion one. If it's a house party. Then I'm, yeah, then I'm, then I'm down. Uh... I sometimes have trouble with getting to the bottom of the Pringles tube with my extremely wide arms. Mm-hmm. So I mean, guy, I must have the Pringles. I gotta, I gotta say, there's, there's, there's a flaw in Dude, the tube setup. Treat the tube like a fucking tumbler and neck it. Just <laughs> let the crisps you. come to you. I haven't. I've never really thought about that. Wow, this is really this podcast is really kind of opening my eyes to <laughs> techniques that I just. <laughs> Never even thought See, about. That's wow. why I'm it's an educational team. podcast as mm. well as you know fun hijinks. There's education. That's what I like about us. I I, f- I feel that I'm here to inspire my staff <laughs> <laughs> through, through these <laughs> inspirational. Shout out, yeah, to uh, Angela, Katie, and uh, Magic Lie. Much appreciate, guys. Thank you. We, we really do appreciate that. Um, name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. What What do you think about this Guinness and dude? To sum it's, up, it's definitely seven percent, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, I mean, as long as we remember to actually state our opinions. Yeah. This time compared to the last time we won the Guinness, so I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, we have we have press record this time, haven't we? <laughs> yes, this time we have. Uh, it's obviously it's very clearly uh, a bit rusty over at Logger Logs HQ, but we're uh, we're doing the best the best we can. But um, it's, it's episode one, of season two. Come on, come on. You can't blame us for being a little <laughs> bit rusty, right? We've had our we've had our tetanus jabs. I had my tetanus jab ever since that um, uh, traveller's dog bit me on the back of the leg. Come running out of a caravan, That's... got me, and I had to go home. And then my nan said, go to hospital, Tom. I'm going to take you. She didn't make me walk. She actually took me in the car after much pleading. And then I got the jab, so I'm okay to, now. So To be honest, the, yeah. the first two words of that, that story is kind yeah. of where it stopped for me. Yeah, okay. Because no, I, I, I you said the traveler's yeah. dog. Yeah. And in my yeah. poor mind I heard traveler's dog in. Okay. No, there's no there's no dog in. I mean my nan does like to dog, 
but there was no dog in that day. So don't 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 lay it. Leave your nine out of this. I'll put, I'll put it out there. Like she, like she. I don't need to know her hobbies. She's an open book. She doesn't mind people knowing what she gets. She gets, you know, right. she gets down. I'm, I'm sending out Michelangelo to her. <laughs> she, she needs something else to do, right? She, bring her on. She's a new member of staff. She could post <laughs> the beer mats to the masses. Here, Nan, lick stamps. <laughs> right, I think. So are these, <laughs> these both a, a thumbs up, promise you? Both of them. Aye, I definitely. More. I mean, that's it. The the hot house lagers definitely kind of like it, it's there for like the session. You could have a few of these and yeah. enjoy yourself. Yeah. The the foreign extra is a little bit more heavy handed. It's it's got sweet, thick taste to it. Um, it's definitely one of these ones where it's like, yeah, I'm not having fucking three of these. <laughs> Like one of these before bed, sure, fair enough. Over, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think uh, I'm undecided. I mean, I, I went into this thinking this is my favourite, but now that I'm thinking about it, the West Indies Porter, mm-hmm. that was slightly might, sweeter. Yeah, slightly sweeter, and I think that might be in the running. I think it, it had a bit more of a complex flavour for me, so it's probably between those two. But I really like this one a lot, and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those two are definitely my favourite uh, in terms of uh, Guinness's over, um, if that's a word. So I think that's our show, party people. Before we go, we have a few new features. We have one particular feature we're introducing this season. I know the surprises just keep coming. You lucky, lucky people. Wait until the gender reveal we have lined up that's going to be a real shocker <laughs> Stu, what fangdazzled invention do we have and what are we going to do with it we're bringing in a wheel Woo! Uh, a lot of clapping this episode there's mm-hmm. more clapping this episode than last season combined but so we deserve I, it. To, to decide what like further types of beer that we sample for the lager logs i thought let's bring in a wheel of fortune style wheel and let it decide that way. And obviously, I'm too lazy to do the arts and crafts and make a wheel myself. Ooh. I just let the internet do it for me. And so, we'll bring you back John Leslie as well. Woo! John Leslie. Uh, Everyone, uh, round of applause. Well, round of applause to John. Big John. Love that. Not at all. Love the guy. No. Ooh. Yeah, moving on. Let's you see. Let's do something with the internet, Stu. Possibly, I have manipulated <laughs> our screen so you could see the wheel, Tom. Wow! Just so you know, I'm not being a lying bastard. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, oh yeah, it's double uh, fucking IPAs next week. Get it around you. But guys, no. we've introduced the wheel. We have on the wheel. Uh, was it sixteen? We said, yeah, we've got 16. a little bit of everything. You know, from like. Pale beverages. lagers, red ale, sour beer, fruit got beer, bitters. Water, we got oh, we got everything, dude. Yeah, it's all everything. just spinning around in this hypnotic trance. I'm so starting I'm... to get a bit, bit hypnotized. Yeah, so I'm gonna start to. We're gonna stop looking at it, and I think we should just spin this bad boy. Let's shoot. spin Let's the wheel, it, dude. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Woo! Oh, that's a wee bit like Clockwork Orange there. Just. <laughs> 
And it's stopping on a pale lager. Pale lager. Ooh, Ooh, okay. look at, oh, we've got fireworks and everything. We have a winner, pale lager. Fantastic. So next week we're going pale lager. And Stu, spin it again. What are we combining that with? Pale lager and the anticipation. Jesus Christ. And a porter? A porter. porter. Pale lager and a porter. All the peas. Alliteration, Thank ladies and gentlemen. Got, got booze reviews and we've got alliteration uh next week guys amazing that sounds like a really uh fantastic lineup i'm already thinking in my head about a about a few things a few combinations we could uh, already mentally scanning the shelves on my local yeah. little <laughs> definitely oh it's awesome so uh guys yeah join us next week for uh a pale lager and porter combination. Um, I'm thinking we've both done those on both done. Uh, we've done both these on the show before, but I reckon mm-hmm. uh, we can definitely find something interesting to fresh uh, picks. Yes, yeah, and fresh picks to uh, to uh, get our lips around. Fantastic. I mean, this should be something obviously you We should say that we're going to be doing at the end of each episode this season. We're going to be spinning the wheel and uh, Mm -hmm. letting the wheel kick for us uh, in terms of what we're drinking. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Just say, uh, again, just to reiterate, join us on our social media at the Lager Logs for some in-between episode shenanigans. And uh, join us again next week for another slice of podcast perfection uh bon voyage booze hounds say goodbye stew goodbye stew it never gets old ever I never seen you before, but tomorrow I'm at